right, welcome to the podcast. Today, today's episode was actually recorded on Friday. Back for mm, third, fourth visit. Um, one of the best people in our community, so community-minded, really one of the best human beings um, that I've been so fortunate to connect with and, and truly have a connection with uh, since our, our first face-to-face meeting um in january of last year and i am i am appreciative that he can come on and uh and share what's happening this weekend which will be phase two of uh the glass city metro park and its grand opening i know there's a lot of phases and geographical components to this and there's this there was a skating rink and now we're going to the other side of the river um, with the grand opening of Phase 2 this weekend, I wanted Matt Killam to visit to talk about what exactly that entails and what can we look forward to in the future. How far off is the complete completion of Glass City Metro Park, which again, will be unlike anything I think you can even imagine, even if you have visited other river walks across the country. Um, it is going to be a gem of the area. It will be the third spoke, in my opinion, of... 20 years, two decades of a resurgence of downtown Toledo. The first one, um, I got here a little bit after it happened, the Mud Hens coming downtown. Then in 2016 or so, 2017, the actual opening, uh, ProMedica planting its headquarters and its flag downtown at the steam plant. Those are the first two spokes. Uh, the middle one having supercharged a magnetism to bringing things and people downtown. Like I always say, we didn't need a Starbucks downtown, but when we got it, it was recognition that our arrow was going in the right direction at the right speed. Um, The next development that will take us through the rest of this century, or at least the next half century, will be the completion of Glass City Metro Park. A good friend, a fantastic human being, believe in kindness, uh, Matt Killam is on to talk about the grand opening and more of Glass City Metro Park now. Welcome to this edition of What You're Listening To. It's Eric Chase and back, uh, at least here, Are you, first time, have you been in the building? No, thanks. I, I guess thanks, was, COVID. I guess it was memorable for you. I have been in this exact seat, actually, uh, before, so I'm glad to be back. It's hard to keep track of, of our times together, whether it's on the phone, text, you're in here, but good to have you back in the studio to talk about next weekend, which, uh, if you're listening right now, it's Friday, June 2nd. Next weekend is a big grand opening for the next phase of Glass City Metro Park, yeah? That's absolutely right. Yeah, the 9th, uh, we cut the ribbon, if you will, uh, around 11 o'clock on Friday, and then the park is officially open for play 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 what what is this phase uh even myself i have lost track of uh, what's coming with which different phase and i know some things have been delayed and we can talk about that over the next handful of minutes but what's in is this phase two that's right this is phase two and it is certainly the most engineered metro park uh in our institution's history uh and by engineered uh i mean when we uh, went to the ballot and promised that when we asked for new money that we would make this park a destination, uh, we uh, followed through with that. So yeah. we've got a nice skating ribbon, which we demoed a bit uh, this past winter. Uh, that converts into roller skating. It, to back up for a second, it, it's a shame that ice skating thing just didn't go well, That's right? right. Yeah. We hardly knew what to do with uh, the 15,000 people that showed up. Uh, and that was people that just skated. Uh, we had 30,000 people uh, just checking the area out. We knew it would be popular, um, but uh, Eric, to be honest, we had no idea it was going to be that popular. I, I had an idea. Yeah. I don't know why. I, 
I'm all in on on Glass City Metro Park. Um, not just for a Metro Park reason, but when I heard Riverwalk, like mm-hmm. I've been places before, I'm familiar with what a Riverwalk can be, and a lot of them are more like shopping and bars, but the the base concept is all the same. And the idea that that park will connect to middle grounds will be something that I think, even if people see the renderings, they won't understand until it's there. So I'm all about this project. And I think some people understood. I think some people had missed ice skating mm-hmm. because for a minute we had a, a rink in between the Renaissance and whatever Seagate building that sure. is. So there hasn't been ice skating other than Ottawa Otto Park. And people do what, what the Metro Parks do. It was funny when I, I was watching the website when it popped open so people could, could get slots. Um, and they were going like that. It was like Taylor Swift tickets. That's right. Without the um, fees. That's exactly right. Um, we model all of our activities after Taylor Swift. As you should. Uh, She's yes. a great business. That's right. And she writes her own songs. Uh, she is. Uh, she's worth emulating. So, yeah, we... Um, we started out slowly, like you'd want us to do. We uh, worked with a company that manages this. I mean, we're a park, and our business is conservation. So every dollar we get uh, better be making trails clean uh, and safe and bathrooms clean. Um, anything outside of that, we're not in the business of. So we contracted with a group that does this all over the country. The ribbon itself it was not an original idea of ours. We took it, uh, or stole it, if you will, from Maggie Daly Park in downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Toledo doesn't compare to Chicago in any way. Uh, but our kids and our people here don't deserve uh, a top-rate experience. Of course they do. Uh, so we started out real slow to kind of figure out how to do this, right? So the the openings you mentioned were about 100 slots to 150. We can actually take three times that, or at least the ribbon itself is built to have that amount of skaters on it. Uh, so it went really fast in terms of filling up. Um, we were able to kind of learn where the trash cans can be, yeah. if you will, and how this should function. Uh, so we'll be certainly ready to go this next November for ice skating. But in the interim, uh, Toledo has always had roller skating uh, in, in their DNA, right? From Ohio skates Ohio to skate. skating parties. So we are duplicating that experience to some degree. Downtown will be both a retro feel, but also I think it's embodies what the park system does. It looks to what are people doing all over the country, and we will do our best to duplicate that here in Toledo because our kids and families deserve it. There's a great line that I learned early in my radio career. It's, if you're stealing from me, you're stealing twice. There are no original ideas. That's right. That is a Taylor Swift. Did you not? No, Taylor I Swift? did not steal that from her. Okay. No, no, all right. No, no, no. I just assume everything is it's from Taylor. No, but you people should take from Taylor Swift's business model. There, yeah. There's... Apple, Nike, McDonald's, other successful brands, and Taylor Swift is definitely there with that. Yeah, she I, is a business, as you can tell by your ticket prices. That, that, <laughs> that is irrefutable. Yeah, uh, certainly, certainly true. I, since we're talking music, let me jump way ahead to whatever phase this might be, and then we'll rewind back to phase you two and talk about the skating and how that's part of next weekend. It, in some of these plans, and this might be the stuff further down the line that might have just been kicked completely away, wasn't there talk of a, like a small band shell as part of Glass City Metro Park for some outdoor performances? Yeah, uh, uh, that's 100% accurate. So we already have um, an amphitheater built from phase one that can have up to 5,000 people in it. Uh, the Riverwalk itself, which you're referring to, Eric, is actually two and a half uh miles of trail as well as um, decentralized play areas and other active 
connectivity nodes. So one of the things conceptually on uh, what would be the west side of the river where Prometica has had their concerts is, would it be more cost uh, efficient if we built a shell there as opposed to bringing in the heavy machinery or renting, if if you will, stage equipment? So that is certainly potentially in the future uh, for what would be one of the fur- the further phases. Again, the whole project itself will take about eight years. We are two years into it, uh, and we're, despite almost every conceivable barrier uh, from uh, from a pandemic to you know, supply chain shortage, we're actually on time, both from a fundraising standpoint as well as a construction uh, schedule. So we'll be jumping to the other side of the river and here in short order, order into Vistula next. Um, International Park and Vistula, I should say. Vistula, of course, is our first neighborhood. Uh, it is a, a, a beautiful place that deserves green space and activities for the kids to participate in. And it's not all roller skating and ice skating, right? We have uh, nature-based play areas, which are Metro Parks playgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a 40-foot tall bird structure that's ADA accessible um, that has slides and climbing nets and things of that variety. Uh, we've got our own version of a splash pad, which is uh, the Mini Mami. So it's built like the Mami River watershed. Uh, because when we went for public meetings, which is how we actually design a park, uh, we asked people what they want, right? <laughs> because we work for them. And we kept hearing swimming, 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 swimming. Now, we don't do swimming rec in that way. Is that part of um, sort of our philosophy, but we serve the public. So we had to figure out a way to satiate this request. So the splash pad, again, on the west side of the river is very popular. It can be a little bit challenging to park, to get to, uh, bathrooms, things of that variety. Other amenities are a little bit challenging in that area. So the Mini Mommy is a giant splash pad, essentially. Uh, and we are a conservation agency. So what we hope to do is dupe kids into learning about uh, the Mommy River and the watershed and water quality. Uh, I'm going to come back to the west side of the river um, and ask some questions about that, but we'll jump ahead to next weekend, uh, the weekend of the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Um, I forget some of the details because I've stuffed a lot into my brain since that announcement. Well, we've got the grand opening, the ribbon cutting phase two. What else is going to happen? I know it's it's obviously family friendly throughout the weekend. You've forgotten as well? I, I have forgotten as well, but I was given notes. Um, I am the beneficiary of uh, a really sharp group of people Um so I've got everything right here in front of me. We've got uh, sort of the Metro Parks usual, right? We do cut the ribbon and then just let people have at it. That's Friday uh, the 9th. We have an opening concert, which starts at 7.30. Obviously, all these things are free. Uh, Sisters of Thunder is performing. Uh, we have, um, again, all the play areas will be open. The next day, the 10th, uh, we've got skating, uh, roller skating, and the DJ. And then Sunday is our traditional outdoor expo. We've historically had the expo out in um, side cut. We get somewhere between three to 5,000 people out. My God. And that is like our try it. <laughs> Uh, so everything we do programmatically in our outdoor skills department, we give the people opportunities to try archery, rock climbing, biking. Uh, they'll be kayaking, things of that nature, because our real sweet spot is teaching people the old proverb, right? Teach a man to fish. I don't know. I think Taylor Swift <laughs> wrote that she uh, did so, gosh, she so did she, she worked on the song with lincoln she's amazing that's exactly right she'll be performing also on the 10th yeah. uh, 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 uh sailor twift yeah yeah that's exactly right it, you won't even know it's not her 
You won't. Uh, except look, for the sound and look. It's a better value anyway. Thank you. You see, you get it. Uh, it's a cost-effective way to do it. Uh, she just plays the recorder, but you would think it's Taylor Swift. You'd have no idea. Especially since Poco Piatti offers a little bit of alcohol, too, right? That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> that's an important part of it, too. So that we promise this to be a destination. We will, obviously will have picnic areas, picnic tables, and shelters for people to bring their own food. But we partnered with a local group, uh, Poco Piatti. Um, this will not be a Poco Piatti. It will be a new concept. The garden. That's right. Fast, casual, healthy yep. food. Uh, the price point is approachable, we think, from everybody's uh, standpoint. That's Garfield, Birmingham, Vistula, all the adjacent neighborhoods. We want people to walk across the street and be able to play for the first time in 100 years. So Friday night, um, ribbon cutting, um, music, Saturday... Um, Saturday evening, I know, around 7 o'clock because it's on my calendar to kind of come scout out my skating party right. the following month. Uh, there'll be a DJ, and that'll kind of be like the first roller skating party um, of the season. Did I? Did you tell me at some point, or did somebody tell me that it's not just roller skating, like skateboards and other things will be allowed on the ribbon? How will that work out? Sure. Uh, so inline skating and scooters uh, we'll have available, but you're also, of course, able to bring your own. Got it. Uh, so it's roller skates, uh, inline skates, uh, as well as scooters. Those are all um, allowed, if you will, within the ribbon. Um, skating, uh, skateboarding is something that we want to solve for in one of the future phases, if possible. There's a big skating community here. Uh, there's a couple places to do it. Uh, but there's not a central location, and there certainly isn't a place that's a regional draw. So as, again, we've promised within the Riverwalk, we design things to draw people from all over the place to come spend money in Toledo, but also hopefully make it a destination. So skateboarding is not allowed in the ribbon itself, although it is allowed uh, within our park system. But we're looking to uh, build what would be a regional draw skate park in the near future. Do you want my my resume from my ages like 10 to 19 when I was at the Palace Roller Skating Rink of all the duties and jobs yeah. uh, and the skills that I have that I could bring as a potential uh, uh, skating employee? Like Certainly. You might want to put me right out there as the ri- the ribbon skate guard. Well, let me ask you a couple No qu- backward skating. That's you're going to turn yourself around and I need to see room for, what, room for Jesus. Okay. Well, all right. Well, first of all, that's one of the boxes <laughs> checked there in terms of uh, following our hard, fast rule of abstinence in roller skating. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you have to be able to skate backwards. Can you skate backwards? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so these are two very important boxes checked. Uh, we I can, might, I might have my, my ref shirt that they gave us yeah, uh, to be out there yeah. on the floor guard. It has to be ill-fitting, though. <laughs> so <laughs> Definitely. If, yeah. If I, can't tell, if I can't tell your blood type from that shirt that you're wearing, then this probably isn't going to work out. Do you want me to be a, because uh, I also work the skate rental counter. Oh. That was arguably the most important job. Sure. Because that's where the potential lawsuits could happen. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm if- certainly glad we're talking about legality here on the show. Yeah, <laughs> It's what a- important. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to show you yeah. my wares here as yeah. like a skating veteran. Eric, I'm not allowed to talk about anything of this nature without uh, the park's attorney um, or our insurer Highland with me. I'm simply telling you that you're going to want to maybe use me as, like a, as a yeah. secret skate rental person. Yeah to make sure your people are checking all the bearings and the wheels as they're giving out safe rentals. I think you had something there with secretive. (laughs) Uh, This will be a very, we'll hold this secret very close to our vests. Almost no one is going to know about this, including possibly you. Okay. Yeah. 
Perfect. Okay. Um, that's next Saturday night around 7 o'clock. It'll be a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. Um, a, basically, a carnival-like atmosphere to wrap up the weekend on Sunday with all the, the expo events. Um, can we swing over to the west side of the river? For sure. Um, was it you or the city that threw out uh, some type of questionnaire or a community session asking for what people might like on that side, whether it's with the city or with the metro parks? Well, uh, yes to both. Uh, so we will start doing our community surveying or ask, if you will, for Vistula here in short order. That is the first stage before design is getting community input. But the city's park system as well um, has been doing really cool things uh, and really moving the needle. They've got uh, quite a people firing in all cil- few people firing in all cylinders over there. So I think they've been taking some input on both Detweiler's resurgence, uh, which is a longstanding little league um, facility that is true in, uh, to many people for generations. Uh, but I think both things. There's a survey for uh, programmatic use, I think, park-wide there, Detweiler, and we're starting to survey the public about what does the Vistula neighborhood want with the park that's going to be right across the street from them. I don't think anybody unless they're in that neighborhood regularly. And I used to pass it all the time when I was going to that Y, when it was yeah. a Y, now it's a TPS building. And I, 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 we knew on the other side of the river, because it was easier to see, there was nothing yeah. except for International Park, the restaurants now, obviously, Glass City Metro Park. I don't think anybody knows what is on uh, north of Cherry Street on that bank of the river on the west side. We keep salt there, right? Well, we used to, um, but that was one of the many things that was uh, not odd. Uh, it's probably par for the course for many cities, not that dissimilar to ours, right? So we have a lot of in, uh, manufacturing legacy, a lot of industrial legacy, because the river is why we are a city. And yeah. since then, we've sort of left it behind. So we did used to put salt there. I think city council within the last decade moved it. But there's a lot of um, sort of a, either abandoned or facility, uh, buildings are not in use down there or relatively open green space that are uh, fenced off or you you can't get in them, but certainly not safely. So why would you be over there? Uh, and that's one of the things about this, to your point about river walks. I wish I could say that we were the first ones that thought of this and we've been trailblazers, but you know the, the truth is that cities all over the country, and I'm not talking about Chicago um, or uh, San Antonio, which is sort of the famous one, right? We're not going Comparing ourselves to those cities, but Toledo, not dissimilar to the Mud Hens, can be a great medium to small city. So let's plan our river walk to be the greatest river walk yeah. possible within uh, th- those those uh, really large confines, if you will, if those two things aren't uh, totally contradictory. So what about that side, to your point? Uh, it hasn't been used for the public uh, in about 130 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's nothing down there. There's no reason for you to be down there. There's no reason for commerce to be down there. There's no reason for anyone to live down there, and there's certainly no reason for anyone to play down there. So what we'll do, at minimum, again, you'll have a connective trail uh, for two and a half miles on that side. You will have decentralized play nodes, right? So they're broken apart. So you can be within uh, at least a few miles of a play facility so you could bike to it or walk to it safely. Um, and we're also in discussions with uh, um, the city and other people that are in de- development, uh, potentially bringing pickleball down uh, downtown. Got to have pickleball. Uh, it is surprisingly fun. Um, <laughs> but again, you know, if you build it, they will come is almost never true. Right, you've got to build. I thought that was true. Yeah. The movie said so. No, that's a Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's so good. She God, she's got a she's, she's got so, everything. Uh, you it, it, you have to build it from listening, um, sure. and then invite people to come. Uh, and that's kind of what we're doing. What do people want down here? How do we return back to the river for which we came from? So that's sort of the, our policy and uh, moving forward. I'm not going to get my wish for that spot, which maybe fits in in, in a in a, in a micro way. Um, I've always thought it would be a great. And I think I've told you this before for like a, a soccer football field combination where we could put like a, a thousand people around it. But that's that 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 will happen at Schneider Park. That Schneider facility, again, uh, not uh, uh, the Toledo City Parks, a uh, great complex. Uh, we uh, we had uh, contemplated doing just that. A couple of things that make that kind of challenging. Uh, the, the wind down there is surprisingly present. Uh, so from a soccer standpoint, how much infrastructure would you need to build in that space to make it uh, not uh, subject to wind gusts and things like that? Because you're below street level. That's exactly right. Um, but it's way more of a tunnel than even I would have predicted. Yeah. I've been in this you know business for, for a little while at least. Uh, so not a great spot for it. Um, but again, I, I think one of the nice things about this park system, and it was ranked the best one in the country not too long ago, uh, it's because we started at, what if this could be anything, what could it be? Uh, we can't work with Major League Baseball and build uh, uh, a facility down here or work with uh, USA Soccer and build a real training facility. Uh, we've had conversations on and off uh, with uh, USA Curling uh, because USA Curling right now is housed in uh, Wisconsin, and there's no reason why that is other than the fact that Wisconsin just built a facility for it. So why not Toledo, Ohio, right? People right now drive to BG uh, to do curling. I don't know anything about curling other than the fact that I know that it's popular. So there are leagues, um, there are people who are trying it for the first time. So if someone's going to drive the BG to do it, why not keep them here? Sure. Right? So that's our MO. Um, but like you said, uh, it, we do contemplate these things. We take as much input as possible. Uh, if other things are working in other areas of the country or world, for that matter, I know that sounds uh, oddly advantageous of a small park system to do, but we will look at it for sure and say, is this possible? That's how you get a ribbon like Maggie Daly. That's how you got a 30-foot uh, play structure uh, that looks like a bird. Uh, we ripped that idea off from a giant play facility in Denver, right? Those cities aren't like Toledo, but our kids don't deserve that stuff. Of course they right. can, and we can bring it home. And if there's one of our local entities, whether it's it's private, government, whoever it is, public, uh, one of our entities that deserves to have no limit to its ambition, it's certainly the Metro Parks. I think everybody would agree with that. Um, one, what's the other Taylor Swift line that I like? If All um, if you take from one person, it's stealing. Yeah. If you take from a lot of places, it's research. Interesting. Intensive research done by the Metro Parks to bring all these ideas That's here. That's right. I mean, I had no idea the parallel track that we were on with Taylor Swift. You might uh, as well just put her visage up all over. Yeah. And... I mean, I don't know what that word means, but so I hope that that can be edited out. Ah, we'll be fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> la- last question that I, I have, because the one of the things that I still can't wrap my head around is how physically will... Glass City Metro Park connect to Middle Grounds. Sure. So um, the River Walk itself uh, stops at the High Level Bridge, but there'll be a connective trail um, either wrapping behind Owens Corning Riverside, if you will, or there will be a multi-use track that cuts in front of and underneath, if you will, certainly underneath uh, the Anthony Wayne uh, Bridge, the High Level Bridge. So. Uh, we'll solve for that in either path we need to take. Um, Owens Corning has been a great partner, uh, but if they want the multi-use trail to be 
uh, street side, if you will, or on the west side of their facility, we will build it to, to jut out that way. But we built that park in 15, I think it opened. That was prior to me working there. Uh, so uh, we will connect all these. Our long, long-term strategic plan is, is to connect all of our parks, right? Which wasn't intuitive to me, Eric. I mean, I'm born in Toledo. This is a driving town, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I even when I started working here, I was like, why would I care if I could go to Secor from Oak Openings? Uh, well, I do care now, and a lot of people do. Uh, biking uh, is, and many other long-distance runners uh, to that degree, people want to spend a day and connect to these green spaces. So um, that will, all, just like all of our other parks, will be connected in the very best way possible, both from a user standpoint, but also our partners along the riverfront. Grand opening, phase two of Glass City Metro Park, uh, the weekend of the 9th through the 11th. Lots going on. Of course, very family-friendly. One last question. Is there anything that we should know about happening at any of the other parks yeah, so uh, uh, we they are, are all of our gems, right? So uh, Wildwood uh, is our busiest park. It gets uh, two million visits annually. Uh, so you will find um, uh, over two hundred thousand people participating in our programs throughout Lucas County. So we've got the single track bike trail out in Oak Openings. We just opened up another treehouse out in the treehouse village. Uh, so we've got just a tremendous amount of stuff going on. We just resurfaced um, the play area at Swan Creek. So all of your parks see capital improvements every year. Uh, we don't have a favorite, uh, unlike my mom, uh, who certainly has a favorite, is my sister. Uh, but all the parks uh, when we asked for new money, we made a promise that it, it wouldn't just be downtown because not everyone's interested sure. uh, you know, in the, in the city's core, and, and we get that. So we've got a metro park within five miles, and every year there's a capital component that goes into every one of those parks. If it's resurfacing a boardwalk, um, which some people wouldn't notice and certainly isn't necessarily sexy, but those are the kind of things that if you pay attention to make you the best park district in the, in the country. So every one of your, our parks will see an improvement this year, and they'll all be always be programmed. So go to our website. Check out our Facebook. We post all of them. Um, they are all free or as cheap as possible uh, to execute. Um, so you'll find something. We've got our folk series coming out again. So that's at Brookwood. They're all free. Uh, I'm really excited about the headliner this year. Um, she is, uh, after we've had several uh, performances, we get our folk groups from the Newport Folk Festival. Uh, right before they hit it big, we've run a real hot streak of getting right before they get famous. So um, Sunny War is coming. She was just on uh, the Kimmel Show. Uh, we've got Sister Strings uh, two years ago, right before they're on the Cabert Show. So we are star makers here in the Metro Parks. Taylor Swift started here. Right? Yeah, that's a, exactly a little right. Little known yep. or maybe yep. not, not even a known fact at all that, that Taylor it's Swift. It's a secret. It's, right? it, it's like our. Nobody knows. She doesn't even know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. She's like, did I perform a side cut on some bench next to some guy that was trying to take a nap? Yes, you did, Taylor. You absolutely did. You heard it here first. Taylor Swift used to manage Swan Creek. Yes. Uh, that was her first job. Not a lot of people know that. No. Oh, almost no one. Last, last question. Uh, yeah. Um, how was the biggest week in American birding this year, knowing that like the world was mostly just about as close as it was going to get back to normal? Yeah. Uh, again, this is not something I was aware of until I became a park employee, I'm embarrassed to say. Uh, Birders was, are hardcore. Man, alive. <laughs> there, honest question. Yeah. Was there any dust-ups? Because uh, I know people are fighting for spots. Again, I'm not, I'm not at liberty to discuss that without <laughs> uh, our attorney or our, uh, our insurer with me. They, so you are... 
dead on though. This is a very serious group, um, and they are they come in by the tens of thousands. Yeah. Um, it was bedlam in a great way as usual. Uh, the birds. I can't speak for the birds. They seem to have a fine time traveling. Um, although, because they're here, as Nate told me, the bird nerd. They're here to mate. Yeah. So yeah. mate and eat. Yeah. So it's like you at it's wonderful. Ele- it's like eleven yeah. o'clock uh, downtown Friday night Taco Bell after the Dirty Bird. That's exactly right. It's uh, Howard Marsh. <laughs> we just play Marvin Gaye uh, all night. Uh, and we give out small smoking jackets. Uh, those warblers are tiny, so it's difficult for us to find one that fits all. But we found them. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I whenever I talk publicly about it as younger people kind of snicker, I tell them, I'm like, listen, birding is coming for you. I promise. Every year I run into a friend uh, who is comparatively our age that's like, you know what I kind of got into? And it's always birding. So wait, one day you will find a pair of white New Balance on your front doorstep <laughs> and you will be interested in no, birding. No, not yep, true. I'm telling you, man. Yep. I, I mean, if people do open their eyes a little bit and, and it, me having lived down for a lo- downtown for a long time, I didn't see anything. I saw I saw pigeons, yeah. which I don't think most people here know what pigeons are. Right. And then I moved out near Swan Creek. Yeah. And even here, like the color of birds that will zoom through just randomly. Right. And they're kind of ballsy too. 100%. Like cardinals and blue jays, yeah. they will die for peanuts and take them out of the, the mouth of a squirrel. Yeah. But there are very colorful birds around. Yeah. Look, uh, I uh, there are a couple things that I am not permitted to really openly talk about. One of them is my loathing of canoeing. Uh, because I'm supposed to be pro everything outdoors. And the other one is... Uh, That's like me saying I have to like every song that I play. Uh, I don't know if that... Is that... I mean, there, there, there's a tens of thousands of songs that you are responsible for. This is one of the you know five or six things you're able to do. Uh, for This is a public service announcement, if you don't mind, Eric. Sure. If you're interested in divorcing uh, or breaking up with someone, I would recommend canoeing just for one afternoon. <laughs> it will seal that deal uh, I assure you, in short order. Why? And also, blue jays are just nasty creatures. They are the bullies of uh, the birding community. Um, I wasn't pleased when the baseball team won uh, the World Series uh, for Canada. Uh, that was also, I thought, lowest point of your sports life. Of the apocalypse. That's right. There's only one Canadian on the team. Uh, I thought that that was an outrage. Wait, wait, what's the canoe thing? Uh, canoeing just makes people turn on one another. Kayaking is a very pleasurable experience, uh, easy to do. Um, yeah, because you can drink to it. They call it cabrewing, right? Uh, I'm just saying it's low maintenance, Eric. I'm not here to talk about what people do or do not do on their kayaking experience, but I'm saying canoeing, it takes coordination, it takes communication. Uh, teamwork. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is the unraveling of relationships that are on. The, if you're on the fence and you need something to push you over it, Rent a canoe. You heard it from me here first. It's uh, you went with canoeing and divorce, and I'm thinking somebody's taking uh, somebody's gonna have like uh, anchor uh, cement shoes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Well, you're right by the water. See, it all works. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. 